Oh my goodness, did you hear that wake-up call? Matthew 6.33 says, Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, and God provisions. That's the message, Bible. That's the life I want. How about you? I'm Kimberly, born from above believer for over 30 years, the storyteller of my life using a visionary voice, and I'm a faith coach. This podcast will fan your faith into flame, create boldness to step out, and challenge you to ask for more. There's always more. Hey, go check out my website. You'll find more about me, what faith coaching is about, and be able to read my blog called Wind Words. And you can subscribe and they'll blow into your email every time I publish one so you'll never miss one. These are writings from my personal experiences of the supernatural words, revelations, and visions that blew my way. They were often challenging and correcting, but always transforming and life-giving. And I believe that they could do the same for you. So go on, check it out. As a faith coach, my style is soul-searching, provoking, and challenging as we walk the journey to get you closer to the one who is your ultimate coach. I can't get you faith, but I can help fan yours into flame. Now, could you do me a favor today? Can you share this episode to your social media or email it to a friend? Will you choose a rating star or leave a review? It only takes you and a moment of your time to spread the word. And I thank you in advance. Now, today's episode, I want to talk about bearing fruit. I'm sure over the years you've heard many stories of people uh, talking about Galatians 5.22 and and the fruit of the Spirit. I'm going to share that scripture today. I'm going to share it from both the New King James Version and the NIV. I'm going to be sharing one of my blogs about fruit bearing. And I just want to talk about this for a few minutes. So here we go. Let's begin with the New King James Version. And it probably seems very familiar to you. It says this. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law, and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desire. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, one another, and envying one another. That was Galatians chapter 5, 22 through 26. Now, most of us know that word, that fruit, long-suffering. In most versions, it says patience. Now, I want to share what the Message Bible has to say. It says, But what happens when we live God's way? 
He brings gifts into our lives, much the same way that fruit appears in an orchard. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart, and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in life, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. Legalism is helpless in bringing this about. It only gets in the way. Among those who belong to Christ, everything connected with getting our own way and mindlessly responding to what everyone else calls necessities is killed off for good, crucified. Since this is the kind of life we've chosen, the life of the Spirit, let us make sure that we do not just hold it as an idea in our heads or a sentiment in our hearts, but work out its applications in every detail of our lives. That means we will not compare ourselves with each other as if one of us were better and another worse. We have far more interesting things to do with our lives. Each of us is an original. Man, I love those words. Each of us is an original. You are. I am. We are God's masterpiece. But he's created this Christian life, this faith journey of ours, in order for us to be producing fruit. We know them as the fruits of the Spirit that I just read. But what does that look like? What does that mean? Well, now I want to share from my wind words recently, and it's entitled Fruit Bearing. Today I'm reminded of the fruits of the Spirit. Do you recognize the seasons in your life that God has been working on producing these fruits? We know these fruits as love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. <laughs> but maybe, maybe you're not like me. Maybe you have been more of this kind of fruit-bearing than I have in my life. My experience has been the wrong kind of fruit for most of my life. I would list my natural fruit like this. Wanting my own way. Moody. Anxious. Impatient. Envious. Scheming. Manipulative. Lacking commitment. Pushy. And flying off the handle. Does that maybe sound like you or someone you know that calls themselves a Christian? Well, I will continue in the wind word. Let's look at patience for an example. Like lifting weights to build up muscle, we need to resist the weight of our problems and trials to build up our patience. One day as I was in my own little word world, these words blew my way. I'm making you gentle. <laughs> I laughed right out loud. Then I was reminded of Sarah laughing when the angel told her that she would have a baby at 80 years old. I quickly repented and I have been allowing the process ever since. 
as I write in my win words, it says, Our wake-up. Take a moment and consider the fruit in your own life. Do you see these good fruits being produced in you? Did you know that your fruit is not really for you? It's for others. They should be drawn to you because they see the fruit and eat. So let's talk about that today. Have you ever started an exercise program? Have you ever thought, oh, you know, I am going to walk on my treadmill or walk outside for, you know, half an hour a day. And that first day when you start, you know, you think you're going to die before it ends. And the next day, oh my gosh, it's even worse because all those muscles that you've used are hurting so bad. You know, some people train for marathons. I can't imagine the agony that they might go through. A diet is the same way. You know, we decide that we're going to cut out sugar. And suddenly, all we can dream about is sugar or carbs. Or maybe it's low-fat diet. Or maybe you're going to quit caffeine. Now, I've done that a time or two in my life. Maybe you decide that I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. every morning, just so I have my God time when no one else is around. But it is so hard when that alarm clock rings, your flesh is screaming and wants to stay in bed. You know what I'm talking about. Our flesh gets loud. When God wants to produce one of these fruits in your life, what do you think happens? For me, for an example, he wanted to produce gentleness, he told me. Well, I'm pretty bold and opinionated, even pushy sometimes. Yes, I can hear those who know me well laughing and they're nowhere near me right now. But this is how it was. God is going to make me gentle. Well, what are some of the trials and tribulations that might have come my way in order to make me gentle. Well, I may be working with customers and I have to have a guard over my mouth or I might lose my job. I live in a small area where it's a very, very important, popular tourist attraction. And There's a lot of tourists, and for many years I was a checkout in our only grocery store in our small town and hundreds of people going through daily. You know, when you've done your eight or nine hours of checking through people continually, and many people from the city, they come to our small town and they're looking for a Walmart. They're looking for a McDonald's or a Tim Hortons, a mall. They can't believe that they have to pay this kind of money in our local grocery store. They can't believe that there's no Tim Hortons. They can't believe this, that, and the other thing. There's no parking. There's no rooms available. They didn't make reservations. And for, again, those people who know me and know where I live, they're nodding their heads right now because, yes, yes, that's the way it is. And we, in customer service, have to deal 
with this impatience and pushiness of our tourists. Now, don't get me wrong. They're not all like that. But it's a very good tool in the hand of God to use to create me to be more gentle, to be more fruit-bearing, to be more patient, kind, loving. Those fruit that's that I talked about. So what is the fruit that God's trying to develop in your life? What is the opposite of that that you are experiencing? And we try so hard sometimes to produce the fruit in our own life or to produce different fruit than what God's got his finger on in your life working right now. Maybe you've heard this before because I certainly have many times over my 30 years of faith walking. I have heard this. When is the last time that you saw an apple tree bearing down, grunting and groaning, putting stress on the tree in order to pop out an apple? You see, trees don't bear fruit that way. It is a process within the tree of nourishment coming up from the roots of the tree and producing a healthy tree. It is from leaves coming on the tree. It is from sun shining on the tree and buds forming and changing. And this is what produces the fruit of that tree. You can't produce your own fruit, at least not God's kind of fruit. You see, God's working on something in you, and he's working on something in me. And he wants us to be that healthy tree while he produces the fruit. So go, don't fight against the trials and tribulations and things that are happening in your life to create fruit. Go with the flow. Rest in the roots. Drink from the source so that your fruit may be produced. And know this, if you're an apple tree, you can't be producing pears. And if you're a pear tree, you can't be producing apples. So pay attention to what God has designed you to produce, what he has planted you for, where, what orchard are you in? I, I sometimes am pretty sure that if he's wanting to produce patience in my life, then he has me planted in this orchard. And if he's wanting to produce gentleness, he has me planted over here in this orchard. And and likewise, as the fruits go. And know this, fruits are the character traits of Jesus Christ that you show in your life. And you know, when trees are barren of fruit, they kind of all look the same. They're just twigs and branches. But when trees 
are in blossom or they are producing the fruit and people are hungry and they see oh that tree looks beautiful look at all those apples on that tree and they're drawn to that tree and they go and they want to eat from that tree that's what god wants to do with you he wants you to pre producing his fruit that you look different from all the other trees in the world around you and that you are beautiful to the eye and you are beautiful even by your aroma of fruit, your production of fruit. People are drawn to you because like I wrote in my windward, the fruit is not for you. The fruit is for others. It is to attract others to you and it is that others may eat from you of the goodness and the kindness of God that brings them to repentance. Be different. Be rested. Be visible to those around you and be giving them the fruit. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.